Hello, Cryptonauts, and welcome back to another episode of Cryptocurrency Chat here on this Sunday, the 16th of July. Starting off a little bit later than normal. That's okay. We're already up on Twitch, and we will be recording everything for the next half hour, roughly. This is episode 533, the gaming and Web3 episode that we always do on Sunday nights now. We change up our standard uh, for the show. And this evening we have two... Actually, I should probably go back to the other. <laughs> I'm showing I'm showing the step-in thing. I should be showing the... Uh, um, the prior. All right. So, listen, you guys. If you guys are watching live on Twitch and you guys want to join us, I'm going to post a link in Twitch. You guys can join us in the audience. It would be nice to have somebody sitting out there. I mean, Corbin's sitting out there by himself. Let's have, uh, uh, let's have somebody join him here. Well, you can't really see Corbin because he's the camera guy. Anyways... So, uh, Binance Labs investing 15 million U.S. dollars in crypto game publisher Xterio. I know we talked about Xterio before, um, but it's just interesting because Binance Labs isn't explicitly a gaming arm of Binance, but it's great to see, uh, you know, something happening with with Binance Labs investing. But at the same time, what what's the whole idea here? I mean, why why bother? putting so much money into gaming i would think we've been talking about gaming for enough time to know that gaming is a freaking big deal and may just be the next big thing that comes out of crypto in general if it hasn't already come out because we know that we're seeing a lot of neat stuff happening in crypto which we'll get to a little bit later in the second article when we talk about so john any, th any thoughts yeah. on this so i went to yeah i went to uh x it's uh x t e r dot i o and uh, it's Exterior's website. I'm checking their stuff out because obviously I want to know more what Exterior Exterior is. And it looks like, uh, and that's what a lot of these, pro a lot, a lot of projects are coming out. Um, they're trying to make this centralized platform, kind of like Steam. Everybody wants to do the Web3 of Steam, and that's what um, um, Exterior is, is doing. They're they're building a platform where they're going to have games on there. And uh, some of their games that they have so far right now is Age of Dino, Overworld, uh, TTT, uh, Abyss World. Uh, meta medicine uh, inception puff verse block lords river asylum wait well hold on wait wait river asylum river asylum uh, yeah. black dawn <laughs> oh, actually no, it's, it's river uh, elysium river elysium river, river elysium yeah legend of genesis yeah so that's 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 all the games that they have so far i'm sure they're going to continue to expand especially now that binance has actually uh, invested uh, was it 50 million 15 yeah it's a good chunk of change i mean that's that's going to support them for at least a couple of years with all yep, this game yep, development yep. going mean, on so many, i would say on average these guys burn <laughs> on average about one 1.5 possibly two depending on how large the company is um two million a year so yeah definitely maximum two million i would i would say oh no you usually uh, easily burn more than that in a year <laughs> No, well, I've seen a couple. I'm just saying from experience. I've I've seen a lot of guys. I read I read a lot of their um, their company's paper on how much they're burning, and on average, when you exactly like this, Binance is obviously one company investing into this. I'm sure there's going to be others, um, but these other projects they invest into it, and there's an expectation from like Binance Labs, like, hey, you're only allowed to burn X amount right, uh, per right. year, and then whatever you make from your company, you guys can obviously tap into those funds. But there's always a um, uh, they can't. They can't be just doing this because they're like, "Oh, here's some money to do some stuff." It, they, I'm sure that they've gone through what these games are projected to be able to make. Yeah. So, 
Well, they already have a solid, solid foundation. First of all, that's really good that they have a half a dozen games on here. And uh, close, you're getting closer to yeah, getting closer to a dozen. Right. So I mean, there's already a, a lot. There's already a good uh, amount of um, uh, content here. Yep. Playing. No, it's great to see that they're doing as well as they are doing. Um, but it's. It, I think the whole the whole thing here is getting. I mean, all right. So how many games are there on the iOS and, and Android platforms? And that's not even necessarily what Exterior is doing, but there's so many different games out there and you never really know which one's going to hit, right? Which one's going to be a real right. winner. It just take it just takes um, one, man. That's why a lot of these guys just copy and paste games yeah. that already exist. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, it's kind of it's it's a little annoying to be honest. It's a little annoying to be honest that they, that uh, game um game companies do this, copy and paste uh, games that already exist and just change things around a little bit. Um but hey, it might be the next big thing. Who knows? They might just do a, a small little tweak that really just just Puts that extra frosting on top and makes everybody go, "Wow, this is the best game ever!" Yeah. And uh, for me, it would be like, uh, you know, earning satoshis, you know, per per x amount of minutes. You know, play play five ten minutes, earn earn ten satoshis. You know, that would be I, awesome. Yeah. I would love that. It's That's a, what I like about foundation. Yeah. That's what I love about foundation. By the way, if you guys are listening on podcast, you guys can head on over to foundation. Yeah. Uh, sorry, not foundation. Fountain. 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 Yeah. Fountain. Fountain. Fountain.fm. Uh, and search for uh, 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 C3 Media. Uh, the the podcast is on there, and you can earn satoshis for listening to the podcast. That's an awesome way to earn passively. Yep, yeah, it's it's just a, a thank you kind of thing. Thanks for listening to our platform. You know, getting in early with any of these projects is going to make you probably more more satoshis than it will be much 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 further down the line. But at the same time, they also know who's connecting. I mean, they don't, may, may not know your name, but they know they know who's connecting into the platform to uh, to listen and they know exactly how many hours you listen by how much they paid you but um i for me i'm still more into the not just pay pay to earn or was it paid to play which of course is fun but i to me the the advantage remember there was a thing and i think it's still going on. i can't remember the name of the company that does it that instead of running ads on a website when you're looking at the website, they just use your processor as a, uh, you know, a network node. And I thought that mm-hmm. was a brilliant idea. Now, I, I realize that Microsoft and, and, and Google and Apple really didn't like that when people are like, hey, you can't use people's processors to do, you know, crypto mining on their computer. But the fact of the matter is, if a person agrees to no ads, which I believe a lot of people would be very happy not to have ads, to only allow their computer to, to, to give a little bit of extra power to join the network. I mean, people want to mine anyways. At least I know a lot of people who like mining. And the idea that you get paid uh, to look at that stuff is kind of the reverse perspective, right? Most of these things, it's the whole point of going to the websites is like, hey, don't block our ads because we, we get paid off of that. And it's like, well, you, you want my eyeballs, right? You want me to play your game, right? Pay me, and I'll play your game. And I know that sounds a little strange, but it's a it's a multi it's a it's symbiosis symbiosis, right? Like there's no there's no game without the player. There's no player without the game. It works together. And people people don't just want to make games because they want to make money. People want to make games because they're fun. So like, why do people make porn? Because it's exciting. <laughs> Anyways, um, 
I'm not trying to tie porn to exterior. I'm just trying to say that there's a reason why people do things for entertainment. It's not just, I mean, entertainment is literally a, a, a an industry. People get paid to play video games really, really well, right? E3. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Um, it's it, there's a performance factor there. You, know, you see somebody that's really good at what they do. You want to watch. So, anyways, um. I'm excited about more investment in Web3 gaming across the board because then we can get more NFT functionality. And, more. And, and, and there is. And just to reiterate the fact that there's a lot of uh, projects out there that are trying to build a platform like Steam right? Um, where they're having multiple games uh, on their platform. And the new th- the new thing coming out is a multi, uh, multi-blockchain uh, platform. So you're gonna have mo- you can have one account on a platform like Exterio, right? Mm-hmm. You have your one account there, Tether there. And um, you have all these different blockchains. You have the Bitcoin blockchain, Ethereum blockchain, the Polygon chain, a Doge chain. Uh, let's see. Um, would be able to integrate here. Avalanche. Yeah, that's that's the new things. Who's going to make it the best is the question. Right. And that's but I mean, right but now. that's just the question of who who does the best. I mean, we know Ethereum's been around forever, and a lot of people are on that chain. Yeah. Um, it it doesn't really matter who's best necessarily. It's just you know. Are, are the games functional? Do they do what you want them to do? You know, mm-hmm. what, I, I, I will say that I've been playing World of Warcraft on and off for nearly 20 years. It's still a pretty decent game. I mean, yes, it has its ups and yes, it has its downs. It even has its, its scandals, but it's still a pretty good game. Um, yeah. And the same thing goes with other Blizzard games. Now that Microsoft owns uh, uh, yeah. Activision Blizzard, they've been putting a whole bunch of new stuff. Like there's a new game called The Boys that just came out. Which is off, uh, you know, off the you the know. Amazon Prime uh, series of you know the kind of the corrupt superheroes thing, where you actually get to play as those characters. I thought that was kind of neat. Um, it's in, it's just, intriguing. Just a side note, uh, Tencent also owns Blizzard as well. Uh, part of it, not all of it. Yeah, part of yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They, they own a lot of share. They own a, a good crazy, chunk of shares in a lot man. of different companies. Yeah, yeah. We're talking about this, and I, you know what? Let's talk. Let's let's go down that rabbit hole real quick. Okay. Let's say uh, corporations like Binance. It's a corporation. There's a lot of corporations out there. Mm-hmm. They're going to be investing into these companies, buying shares of them. Let's right. say that I'm a hardcore gamer. I'm earning, uh, uh, um, you know, a million. Like like for example, that one player that got uh, uh, that a couple of players got their uh, account banned and their their funds frozen. Right. Because uh, they had or they had like over a million dollars or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Yep. We talked about that a couple account, weeks ago. You know? Right. Yeah, so like now that we're moving over to Web three, yeah, I want just 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 work with me. I want to try to understand how is this going to work with Web three. Do I have ultimate control of my account, or is there going to be a filter or some type of probably in the uh, beginning? Probably in the beginning. I mean, um, until we come upon a company that really is truly interested in its its players instead of just making money. I mean, think think of the example of what. Jack Dorsey, you know, he's a multimillionaire, if not billionaire at this point. And uh, he pulled out of Twitter. Now, maybe Twitter wasn't doing as well as he thought it was. And this, this is obviously before Elon took it over. But he pulled out of the biggest project he was ever involved in besides Block and then turned what used to be called Square into Block and made it into a blockchain company. And his whole, his whole thing, whether he's being truthful or not, is will remain to be seen. But his whole thing is... It's not about making money. It's about it's about promoting blockchain. I mean, he wouldn't have created that fund for defending people on blockchain in in court if he didn't believe in it. And that's what I keep thinking: is is 
if Tencent is involved in something like this, are they in it for just the money? Are they in it? I, in my opinion, it is just for the money in, in their case. But, mm-hmm. or is it uh, for the sake of the the purpose, the the ide- ideology of blockchain? I don't think, as I said, under my breath, that they're in it for blockchain. I think they're in it for how blockchain can make the money. But yeah. uh, when you find a company that's really in it for, so then it comes down to the whole the, censorship thing. The then, tech. Right? That's going to be a bi- that's going to be a, that's going to be a big factor there mm-hmm. when players are trying to have their freedom of speech, and and right. then you got you got companies out there censoring them like, hey, you can't be saying these bad things on here. You can't do this. You can't do right. that. We're gonna oh, yeah. we're gonna shut down your account. Right. You know that's. And that's, I think, the risk that people are going to be forced to take as these corporations, these AAA game developers, uh, move into the Web3 game development. Yep. We, we want the better games. We want the high-quality graphics. We want the awesome stuff on there, you know? Right. But at the same time, there's going to be a big bag that's going to be pulled in with it, mm-hmm. which is um, there's pros and cons to that. Money's going to be flowing in. Better games are going to be coming in. But there's probably going to be some restrictions and some requirements and some uh, KYC AML stuff going on in the back end that, um, or front end that uh, is going to be required. And I don't know if people are really going to like that. Um, I think the majority of people will allow it to happen. At least we can't talk about everyone that way. Some people, like one of our longtime followers, probably will always remain anonymous. Um, he knows who I'm talking about on Twitch. Um, uh, there's, there's people who want their privacy more than anything else and that they still want to participate in society so they have to be as, as well, secretive as they can but some people well, most people are just like don't idea, care so the whole idea of going to web3 is to have uh, ownership of your own identity right yeah. oh yeah not to not to be giving it up to a centralized company mm-hmm. you know um so still, that's pr- still participating like but not being owned by someone else yeah i think everybody wants pure autonomy if they can get it but some people mm-hmm. trade up autonomy for perks mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people, I mean, think about Facebook's a prime example of that. Give us all your personal data and we'll give you, you know, a social interface that connects you to everybody you know and love. And a lot of, a lot of people, obviously over 2 billion people worldwide have given up their personal data and privacy in order to share on a social media network giant. So Web3 is the start of the end or, yeah, the beginning of the end of that business model it really hasn't even been around all that long if you think about it 15 ish years not even two decades you know facebook started in what 2007 so mm-hmm. it it's and it didn't really take off until later in the decade um i remember those early days man when it was only meant for like college people right mm-hmm. so i was going to college mm-hmm. at the time yeah. and uh people were getting on facebook and it was you had to, you had to have a um uh, a college uh, email account email address. Yep, to get in. To tap, tap, yep. yeah, I was on. I was still on yeah. MySpace at the time, and and uh, it was MySpace wasn't bad. It just wasn't the, what what Facebook became, and and not, not the Facebook has necessarily been all that good as we've seen with all the political uh, turmoil it's generated. But it would be, and not to say that we won't still have some kind of level of political turmoil. But the nice thing about having a, a decentralized system is that no one owns it. And so no one can really fully control it, which is probably the reason it's been so hard to make Web3 a thing. Anyways, um, let's. We're, this is not our politics show. This is our gaming show. Let's get back to gaming, uh, in particular with Steppen. Steppen is the... All the, right, uh, Steppen rep- Creators. Next game is a social MMO called Gas Hero. 
Gas Hero from the developer of Mood Earn Game Steppen takes place in a dystopian world where a powerful AI has triggered nuclear war. Alright. So this so, is yeah. an MMO. Uh, it's funny how they call it Gas Hero. It's really more of a Mad Max kind of uh, concept here where it's not really so much about gas as far as it's concerned with blockchain. You know, ping. It, you know, I'm sure there's some double entendre there, but... Um, but Gas Hero really is like a Mad Max kind of uh, future dystopian uh, thing where you have to figure out how to get the, the fuel for your vehicles and for your compounds. Yeah, from what it looks like from the images here, it looks like it's going to be a turn-based MMO where you can uh, you can create your squad and attack other 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 uh, clans. Right. And uh, yeah, take o take over land from what it looks like. Yes. You can uh, upgrade your your uh, your guild, your clan, your uh, your world. Yep, all your uh, assets and make things better. But I mean, the whole point of MMO in this case is not just you know, like like with the thing we were talking about in the last gaming show last Sunday was how even though um, DeFi Kingdom is really kind of a neat game, every single thing that you do has to be on the blockchain. If the blockchain's not very mm -hmm. fast, or you're not very fast your progress in the game is going to be pretty slow. And, of course, you can use the DeFi functionality of DeFi Kingdoms in the sense of your, your um, mining or farming or fishing or whatever it is you're doing, well, but that's not really gameplay so much as it is just, you know, making money back. There's still an MMO. That's, that's interesting. You know, what were you going to say? Sorry. Oh, DeFi, Crypto, Grady, Crypto Grady was just doing a stream earlier today. Oh, yeah? On uh, DeFi Kingdoms and some guest speakers on there. Mm -hmm. Um from the Unity Guild, um, uh, they were talking about uh, they they were developing uh, bots, bots to pretty much you know you can you can speed run I guess you can you yeah, can uh, uh, ha uh, hatch eggs, create heroes or, or not he create heroes uh, um, spawn spawn heroes I guess spawn heroes, heroes yeah yeah you know, whatever yeah uh, and that's what that's what the bots that they created so they want people to go check check it out. Just because what we're talking about is like this whole issue of you're spending you're spending half the time doing the transactions and stuff. Well, now you can just have the bots do that on the back end, right? And um, enjoy the game, I guess. Yeah, and that's and that's the thing is that, I see with the, with this game solution, with Cash Hero. If that's the solution, yeah. But you need to there need yeah. to be certain things that aren't necessarily chain related. If you're doing trading, right? If you're if you're trading a, a something that you have in your inventory for something either for fiat or whatever currency it is you're using, that's a transaction, but that's clearly a transaction. Things that are, you know, attacking, uh, maybe maybe a transaction would be um, whether or not you defeat someone. The, the transaction's open, and then once the battle is over, then that transaction is closed on the blockchain, and then that thing happens. But that, that can be handled after the fact instead of you having to do it manually during every single interaction. If every single thing that you and your opponent do is a transaction on the blockchain, blockchain had better be really fast or you're not worried about it being a turn-based uh, system where you're taking turns that take up to 10, 15 seconds per turn. I mean that's more of a uh, what classic MMO where you you have a, a physical human GM. Mm -hmm. you know, they're like, okay, roll for your for your um, uh, roll roll for this, and I'll roll for that. Uh, roll for luck, you know. It's like it can take a minute just to do I'm one gonna, transaction. <laughs> I'm gonna read this paragraph. 
graph here just so people understand what this game's about okay so it says when it comes to game lore magani revealed uh, magani the coo Magani revealed that gas heroes will take place in the year 2084 after a rogue ai's be behavior leads to nuclear strike in response the united nations establish establishes operation spark and the gas heroes come to into fruition the gas here refers to the natural gas that powers the cloning labs in the game's sci-fi world magani said Cool. Sci-fi MMO. Let's do it, man. Yeah, it's fascinating to me. I, 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 I definitely like the graphics, even though they're pretty simple. It does kind of remind me of a little bit of an Android yeah, game. Well, I don't. I don't. Yeah, don't? I, I, I don't. And that's what that's no. Uh, and that's what I'm talking about. Like, I, I, I can't wait till we get those triple AAA games kind of jumping <laughs> on board because I love like Unreal Engine graphics. Like that's oh, yeah. that blows my mind. Right? Oh yeah. You know that's that'd be awesome. Or things like like yeah. playing a but, game that's similar to Diablo on uh, you know which is a, you know the high end games something like that that was blockchain related you gotta have a really good engine like you said Unreal is one of those examples so anyways yeah it's it's a fascinating concept to see how this works I'm really looking forward to the possibilities but you're right we definitely need some hardcore AAA game people bring in some really badass game to fruition. Granted, a big game like that takes years to develop. It could be five, yeah. Yeah. five, well, seven mean, years we'll, of actual we, time we, spent we, building we, the thing up. We've, we've been talking over a year about Square Enix's games that they're coming out with, right? Uh, I forgot exactly yeah. what it was. Let's see. Uh, was it the one Square that's coming? Yeah, I can't remember the Enix. name of it now, but... Uh, well, Let me look it up real quick. Uh, Symbi uh, Symbiogenesis. That's what it was. Symbiogenesis. Yeah. But in the meantime, you got to have something to play. There's also Web3, I guess. I think it, it would be fascinating to see uh, Square Enix or any other major major game, you know, even if it's EA, I wouldn't care, um, come up with something that was like staggered gaming where you play a simple game that can still be played later on that may not be an MMO. Maybe it's just you know a jump puzzle type game. Um, but it's something involved with getting before, because like you know, Square Enix's game isn't out yet. The Symbio game, it's not, uh, it's not available to play. I mean, not even like alpha level. Mm -hmm. And so there might be uh, lands, there might be graphics, but there's no, there's no playable thing. So build something simple, easy that plays into. Let's say, let's say uh, this the Symbio uh, Genesis game had some precursor game you could play, like this, this um, Gas Hero game where you could earn things that gave you access to NFTs that you could eventually use in Symbiogenesis. And then you could technically still continue <coughs> to play that game. It's, I was thinking in particular with Blizzard's, like, Blizzard's universe, how Blizzard has, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, Hearth, Hearthstone, right? Uh, Hearthstone doesn't necessarily relate directly to any of Blizzard's games, but it has characters from all of Blizzard's games in it. And I think that that's kind of neat because Blizzard often gives does giveaways of things that you can get in Hearthstone or in mm, Overwatch or in yeah. uh, Star. Uh, what's it called? Um, why can I not remember the name of, that, of the third the the overhead gaming game? What what is it called? Star. Damn it! It's slipping my mind. Um, I cannot think of the name of it now. Um, God, is it? Anyways, anyway, the overhead gaming that they've had forever, you know, turn based. Um, and, and then, well, uh, Starcraft, there it is. Um, but, uh, in World of Warcraft is one of those other games. So you have all these different types of games 
that you can play, but then this Hearthstone game kind of involves all of those games in one. And you still have other little trinkets that you can get for all of them. Dude, what are you doing, man? That was crazy. <laughs> your character was flipping out. <laughs> what was going on there? Um, you're Oops. flipping through the game. Um, anyways, the uh, I guess it's not actually a game. This is just an environment. But the point is, if you really want to keep people involved, and this is my opinion, obviously it, any game development, regardless how big or small it is, does take a certain number of people just to do. So you have one crazy team of people like 15 people developing this really simple game like i'm not, I'm not saying yes hero is super simple it probably isn't but if you had some group that was like doing a knockoff clone that could just build in and give you access to nfts in the early part before the actual game was out and then maybe that gave you access to the alpha or the beta of the full game and then once the full game is out even though you probably won't play the mini game that came out in the first place maybe there's aspects of the mini game in the full game Mm-hmm. And that pe- that keeps people's interest peaked, right? And then maybe y- mm-hmm. if you promote, because of course they would love you to do that, uh, promote the game on some kind of social media like Blue Sky or um, what's the, what's the one that you're using? Noster. 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 If you promoted through that, and of course they can see it because it's tied to your blockchain account, um, then then maybe you get a different NFT, and that gives you you know special access to something else within the game that no one gets because you were a, a participant for the entire time before you played the full game. And, I love that idea, man. And so it's I guess the, the whole idea. point I'm trying to get with this is it's kind of like what Marvel had been doing over the last decade of building out each of their characters and then involving everybody, all those other movie characters, into one main, you know, the Avengers series. Um, and then they continued to do it. You know, Ant-Man and Wasp came up with the, the, the quantum mania. And then they did the... Because the, it is a theme within the Marvel books. I don't know if you've ever read the karmic books where they talk about the, the um, multiverse of madness uh, stuff that's been going on. No. That was another subplot within the entire uh, overall plot of all the comics. So it's not like they just made this up for the movies. It was something that was mm-hmm. in the comic books. So it, seeing that kind of progression and, and expanding on all those different characters gave people other things to watch before they got back to the main topic. And I think if game developers do that, they can really ensnare their, and I don't mean to put this in a negative way, their uh, viewers and participants and gamers. So I mean, I mean, I'm not a game developer, and I've never done that stuff before, but I'm, I'm a player who, who appreciates the, uh, the, uh, the ulterior... Um, activities, you know, outside activities that tie into the main game. I can't play Symbiogenesis yet. No one can, except for maybe developers to some degree. Um, but if they gave me some other game or some other thing to participate, I would be into that because I really want to play things. It was like, it was like when uh, CryptoPunk 2770 came out. They had a lot of precursor stuff, and that was really fun. So it's, it just was the game was more fun. It was a really neat game, but it wasn't as good as I was hoping it would be. Really yeah, hoping. that's what a lot of people said. You know, it, looked, it looked really good. It was it was hyped up. Mm-hmm. They had a lot of marketing money to, to push the game, but yeah. uh, in the end, a lot of people were like, "Ah, no, it wasn't actually that good." Yeah, if it was if it was like the trailers were, I thought it would be amazing. And it really it felt like the trailers were made up just for trailers and not really what the game would be gameplay would be like. And that was disappointing. I mean, I love the game. Mm-hmm. It's still a fun game. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna shoot it down and say it was bad. It was. I haven't played it in a while. But that was because there were issues in it. But I guess what I'm trying to say is if you can do that kind of thing where you bring out, outside influence into something like this, it would be really, really amazing. So I keep thinking of that as Gas Hero. Not Gas Hero itself, but something like 
a mini game before the full game is released. Then you can get like, oh right, I know it was Gala. Gala was doing that. Gala said you can actually buy NFTs for Mirandus before Mirandus hit the sh hit you know live, and so you could actually have things in advance. Now, one of the problems that people have with that is, you know, it's like, well, you're just leaving it to the millionaires, right? The people who can afford all of the uh, NFTs, then that doesn't make it fair for anybody who's playing the game. They didn't do that. They made some NFTs only available to individual players who just signed up. So you get this NFT if you sign up. You know, you get access to this NFT. And I thought that was brilliant. You need to make it fair. You can't just... The, even though it's mm -hmm. fun and interesting, like the way Decentraland was bought out early, early on, and everybody got, you know, bought pieces of land once it finally started yeah. catching on. But then that gives, you know, the low-be, no-money no player or very little-money player any opportunity to own any land. You know, you can't, you just can't. You can't even set up a shop anywhere. If you were in a, if you were, if you had no money, you can't even, like, go work for a big company and say, hey, if I work for you for a long time, maybe two years or something, you'll give me access to, to your land space and then I'll be able to, to set up functionality within that space. No, it, it, you know, there's just no, there's no chance. You can't change your stars, as they say in uh, Knight's Tale. So, I don't, I don't know if, if it has to be fair. You know, maybe some things are set up so they're not fair. But it would be great if you make it possible. If you want more people to play your game, you got to make it fair to everybody who's going to play. Mm -hmm. So, and who knows? You know, you never know who's going to become the next superstar within your game. Maybe you're shutting out someone who has really great talent and you just wouldn't know because they don't have money. Yeah, well, that's that's what we're here for. So if you guys want to, you know, uh, jump on the podcast to talk about your project, uh, let us know, man. Yeah. Email us. Yep. That's what we're here for. Well, uh, we appreciate everybody listening in. And uh, if you're on Twitch, thank you for listening live. If you're on, listening to the podcast or watching us on YouTube, we appreciate you guys checking out our show. We've been trying to change up our show a bit here to do gaming on the weekend stuff and then business politics on our Wednesday show. And if we get a little bit more enthusiasm in the form of donations <laughs> or uh, you know people signing up through the stuff that we've set up, then we might be able to expand the show to more episodes of different types. So give us your feedback. You know, Tell us on our Discord channel. We appreciate that. If when people find news that they find interesting and want, want us to talk about that, we'd appreciate it as well. But uh, this is all we got for now. Of course, you can always check out um, the Bitcoin Festival, Pacific Bitcoin, in uh, in October, October, early October, and then of course the the uh, major Bitcoin conference in Nashville next year at the end of end of July, twenty twenty four. For now, we're as we end the show with our sign off. Stack sats and hodl. Stack sats and. Uh, Adios. Adios.